cutting edge guests, awesome uncensored jaw-dropping information, plus funny memes, good deeds, and loads of laughter. Kind of have it all. Ladies and gentlemen, if your soul's awake, then welcome, because you're in the right place. If you're looking for groundbreaking nutritional products that revolutionize the way your body operates, you have to check out this cutting edge nutrition brand, Root. The Trinity Pack Plus is a game changer. Let me show you. Zero In is the world's first quantumceutical, an all-natural adaptogenic nootropic that skyrockets clarity and creativity. Restore is a supplement that completely restores your gut health and optimizes your true brain. And last but not least, Clean Slate sweeps out heavy metals, including graphene oxide, gently evacuating toxins from the body to increase performance, longevity, and quality of life. Register now at therootsbrand.com soul to get your Trinity Pack Plus and to learn more about the Sovereign Soul Show's mission to save 100 million children and how to get rewarded for being a part of the Root community. See you there. Great. Well, hello and good day to all of you divine souls, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Sovereign Soul Show, where we stand for the holy trinity of love, levity and liberty, because after all, love is the greatest power everywhere, divinated by God to us. And laughter is the best medicine, especially covering serious topics in all matters, ancient, current, quantum and quintarium, according to 107, right? Absolutely. This is a mantra, our mascot, the Bling Buddha. He fully subscribes to his, he fires red pills from his nine mil. He has a Punisher tattoo over his left breast to save the children. I am your host, Brad Wozni. I'm grateful to you divine lions and lionesses for tuning back in from around the world. I've served my country at the federal level as a Canadian infantry soldier. I've served it at the provincial level as a wildfire ranger, leaping out of helicopters to fight forest fires across our great country. I've been a part of the corporate rat race after all that. We're shortly after the three World Trade Center towers collapsed in their footprint, they pancaked. I stood at ground zero witnessing the heroic rescue efforts which went on. And then I was walking the halls of the Pentagon just 72 hours later and even 18 stories below it. I'm fortunate in the last eight years to become a usually Reiki master in 2015 and by leveraging the infinite source of the cosmic and our creator's power, I'm following my soul's purpose in this incarnation, which is to help uplift humanity's consciousness with song and story. Before we get started, due to the extreme censorship as I lost the Instagram channel, they deleted my YouTube channel for the poem I wrote about saving the children and Spotify also deleted us right off their platform, please, to stay up to date, I invite you to subscribe to our Telegram channel, it's the Sovereign Soul Show, and also subscribe to our Rumble channel, which you'd be watching this on, censor-free at the Sovereign Soul. Now, I'm all about saving the kids, as well as whatever we can do to help uplift humanity with song and story, as is my next guest, and he's coming back to the show, and I'm grateful to call him a friend now because we've traveled part of the country together on the Truth Tour. This is Derek Johnson, ladies and gentlemen. If for some reason you don't know who this amazing gentleman is, first and foremost, he is a U.S. Army veteran. 
He has his master's from good old Colorado State U University. Go Rams for those folks there. In addition to that, he is a solo artist, singer, songwriter, country music singer who climbed the Billboard charts, crushed the cabal at their own game, and charted on Billboard not just once, twice leading up to this summer, beat them at their own game, and is still moving forward to do so with his new songs as well as the artists he's producing underneath him. Derek literally has incredible intelligence because he continues to come out and showing with proof, documented proof, that Donald John Trump is the Commander-in-Chief of the United States and under military law has remained the Commander-in-Chief of the United States, not the corporation, the Republic. We'll talk about that if that's new to you. And for me, as a Canadian, I want to tell you that the corporation headquarters for Canada is in Washington, D.C. So I invite you to bring your children into this because not only is this a history lesson of what's happened now and how the United Nations has captured the province of British Columbia, signed last week in Vancouver, finally, not in a good way, that the United Nations has complete territorial rights to the province of British Columbia in Canada so that you understand if you're an American or you're anywhere else in the world, that this massive tyranny will not stop unless we the people also stand up and do our job to support the good military and the good law enforcement and the good sheriffs who are out there working at the behalf of humanity. So this is a history lesson. We'll be keeping it clean to bring kids, preteens into the room. And as a US Thanksgiving is about to come up and we're recording this on the day, which is the anniversary of President John F. Kennedy's death, Folks, this is extremely important for you all to understand, and we're going to share with you how you can take action and do things as a civilian to make a difference to help humanity prosper. Derek, welcome back to the show, brother. Thank you so much for being here. It's, a, it's an honor to know you and to spend time with you on the Truth Tour and really get to know you at a, a great intimate level. You come from a long line of family members who of service as well. Why don't you just share with everybody in your own words? who you are and where you come from and where we think we're all going. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, been a blessing to be in the family that I have. Um, you know, it's truly, uh, I don't know how to put it in words. It's, uh, it's been a blessing. My dad, um, my dad's 80 years old. He's an Air Force veteran. My uncle's 86, Air Force veteran, a Korea uh, War. My dad's Vietnam vet. Uh, my brother, um, he served multiple tours. I mean, multiple. He was uh, he was Army National Guard. He was Army, and he was also Navy SEAL. He went. He he uh, almost completed. Uh, he almost went in a different branch, but he he decided to go back into the Army. So he was National Guard, then he went Navy, and then he went back uh, Army active. Um, but anyways, he was a hair close to to doing three the trifanta. But um, and then my nephew uh, Army, um, and then my great uncles. All my great uncles, my grandfather, who was uh, Army, World War II, all of his brothers, uh, Army. And then um, I had my great grandfather, who was Army Air Corps, which was World War I. Um, and I'm a son of the Confederacy and I'm a son of the Revolution. So all my family are war veterans. Um, and uh, it's really, really cool. And, I'm, you know, of course, peacetime veterans are awesome as well. Um, you know, we're not, you know, we don't separate that, but it's just kind of cool that every one of my family members. Uh, we're all wartime veterans. Um, and uh, so, you know, it's cool to be able to to keep that going. And 
in a different way, you know, because you don't wish that on your children. You don't wish that on anybody. So if I have children and they go in the military, um, if they're never in a war, Tom, that's OK. I'm not not saying that that's uh, what you want necessarily. Uh, it just so happens that that's my lineage. Um, and then, you know, uh, my grandfather was probably the most my grandfather, and my dad. My dad was really one of those that watched C-SPAN all the time. My mom could not understand how he sat there and watched bills get passed all the time. He would sit and watch and listen bills and this bill and that bill and this bill and that bill. And my other my grandfather was more the connoisseur of knowing uh, your foundation and knowing the Constitution and knowing, um, you know, what made our foundation different than anywhere and also knowing that we haven't been living under that. Um, so, you know, you didn't have the law of war manual. The, the, we had the Geneva Conventions. We had Hague uh, Conventions. We had different things in our history. Uh, but then the law of war manual that we're currently operating under right now uh, was written in June 2015. It was updated in December 2016. So it's it's very uh, new. Um, and then you have the Military Justice Act of 2016, which the Constitution specifically points out that military law and civil law are different. We're just different. Uh, and, you know, and the, the cool thing about that is, is that um, in military courts, you can't plead the fifth. Uh, so if they got dirt on you, you're done. Um, and uh, also, uh, you know, it's a lot more strict than, than a civil court. It, it's it's like President Trump said in his speech Tuesday night. It's like a quit trial. You get a court day in the morning, execution by evening, if you're, you know, got crimes against humanity on you. Um, if you are someone who just has treason or fraud, it's court in the morning and you're sentenced by the, the evening. I mean, that's what military looks like. There's no dragging out. There's no political this. There's no political arena. Uh, there's no kind of, oh, you know, presenting all this evidence and dragging it out for weeks. And and attorneys, you know, both attorney firms, the the defender and the uh, the other, you know, they're they're getting what they're all getting publicity. Out. Ain't none of that. Uh, these these military uh, judges, the judge advocate generals, JAG as we call them. Uh, they don't get any kind of publicity like that. They don't, it ain't, they're, they're in a service. They're in a uniform service. So they, they're getting paid via their service. They're getting paid via, obviously, the way you and I do in the military. It's the same thing. It's a system, right? So they're not getting any clout uh, by being a judge, uh, judging uh, crimes against humanity, treason, and fraud. It's straight up, hey, you did the crime, you do the time, or, or, it, you you know whether time is behind bars or time is in your eternity. Um, so you know my grandpa was a connoisseur of that. Um, and like he said, I mean my grandpa had a sixth grade education. Um, he went to work at uh, thirteen years old. Both of them, both my grandfathers went to work at twelve and thirteen years old, um, and provided for their family on top of that. Um, and and so you know. He was one of those that that was like with Einstein. He loved he loved people who didn't have educations because why? We all have a brain. Um, you know, if you put a limit on your brain, then you're doing that. Only you can do that. That's why I like golf. Golf, for example, Bobby Jones uh, was the only guy to never turn pro who won the Grand Slam of golf. Um, and he always said that golf is a game played six inches between the ears. Um, you know, you can't blame anybody in the game of golf. It's all on you. It's all on how you prepare and it's all how you focus and it's all on how you execute the game. And so it's the same thing with with military, military, as you and I know, you know, you got to bring your A game every day. It ain't wake up. No, I'm going to sleep in a day. 
nope, it ain't that. Um, if you get if you go to work at, at 4 a.m., you get off at 4 a.m. and you got to be right back up at, at 5:30, tough cookie. It's just how it is sometimes. Um, so, you know, military life is completely different than civilian life and military laws are completely different than civil. And uh, I think that's very important for people to understand that that we have a different law and a different lifestyle, a different role, a different duty. And uh, in all reality, it should be that way in a different way, because, you know, when we do have honesty, when we do have an integrity and we do have accountability in this system, as most of the time it is, because most people think of humanity first in these roles, um, the, the ones that have it in their heart and they're serving for that reason, then, you know, when you can think like that precisely and concisely, then you get things done quicker. And then you can also go, hey, we're, we come from all different states. We come from all different countries and we all come together. Here's the evidence. Here's what's happened. You be the decider. And that's what President Trump said multiple times that, hey, he told all these countries when he went around making those monumental biblical trade deals and also peace deals. He said, if you don't come on board with this alliance of the law war manual and the alliance of world generals and the alliance of this military occupancy, then we'll let the world decide on what you've done to your women, your children, and uh, crimes that you've committed throughout history. Um, so that's uh, that's what's going on. I know it's hard for people to see sometimes, but you know, like we're going to show them today. Uh, like you said, the DOD, uh, uh, the Department of Defense, the Law of War Manual, the Military Justice Act. When you go read those and you parallel those, then you take all the laws and orders that Donald Trump put down from 2017 to 21 and put them all together in a blueprint, it paints this beautiful picture, as you and I were talking pre-show, that the military is doing this, world militaries are doing this, but also people have a responsibility to meet the military halfway and go, okay, what are my responsibilities? What can I do in my community, my neighborhood, my town, my city, my state, uh, and then my country, and then government? So whatever your pillar is and however God uses you out there, wherever you are, you have to understand you have a responsibility too to, to when President Trump says, we're giving the power back to the people. Well, what does that mean? We can't get the power back to the people if the people don't know what's going on. And he also said Tuesday night, there's still a lot of people who don't understand what's going on and that's okay, but we need all patriots on board. We need everybody on board. When he says everybody, he didn't exclude people. He didn't say certain colors. He didn't say certain races. He didn't say certain religions. He said, we need everybody on board who understands this is a humanitarian effort. This is a world alliance. This is not just the U.S. If you'll pay attention, like uh, when I post the flights and I show all the flight apps on my pages, uh, as we're going to talk about uh, who's in Canada today and who was there a couple of days ago, uh, all the aircraft I've been watching for the last uh, two years. Um, when people realize that, no, you just don't you just don't get in an aircraft. You know, the military don't wake up one morning and say, hey, boys, you want to fly to Canada today? No, it don't work like that. They're operating under orders. What are those orders? You know, that's that's kind of the gist. Yeah. And thank you for saying that. You know, it, it, after leaving and being a civilian world, I mean, I wore a uniform since I was 12 years old and I'm, I'm counting Royal Canadian Air Cadets here because I was either going to go to NYU film school or fly F-18s, Top Gun was a movie. As a kid, when I was taking that movie theater, I'm like, I wanna either make those and be in those movies or I wanna fly those for Canada. So I was kind of set 
with my aunt Pat in my back of my ear saying, you need to have a backup plan. I'm like, I'll be happy either one. You know, let me go make and be in movies or go fly F-18s. And when I was out, you know, in a way, being around people and working in corporate America, nobody has a clue, a clue. They think in corporate America that your systemization, your processes were, are, are so strong. And in, and in some degrees there are, especially if there's automation, you know, you're building cars and whatnot. Uh, but my goodness, when you're in the military, everything is regimented, like, like Derek said, right? You know, you got Reveille at 5 a.m., you're up, you got five minutes to do the triple S and for kids in the room, we won't mention that. Although unfortunately today, kids probably know what one of the S's stands for because in the schoolyard, <laughs> most kids are dropping F-bombs and stuff and we're learning from them, not in a good way. You know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. kind of, you know, there's so much cussing that goes on. I'm not a fan of Superbad when it came out, that comedy movie, because it's just so disgusting is depravity, right? You know, you can use words in a certain way and that can be funny and those words are okay. But uh so you got five minutes to do your triple S and then you got to form up, right? And then you're off for PT and then you come back and then the sun's rising and then you got to stand there, you know, and salute the flag in formation. And then off you are to chow time and you get a certain amount of time for that. And then off you are for your duties of the day or your training, whatever is happening for that day, you know, or, and I was deployed domestically uh, for, for a particular reason and doing QRF and search and rescue. And at the same point in time, you know, like you're, you're always, you know, 24 seven on alert for what was going on at that period of time. And in the civilian world, people have no idea, no clue. Now we're not here to say that if you didn't, you know, uh, jump into uniform, if you're not even serving as a law enforcement officer or a sheriff or a first responder, for example, that you don't have to ha not have a clue, but understand military, at least in North America, in my experience and living in the States for almost half my life, off and on for work and marriage reasons. Uh, North Americans speak with great, great experience that North American military, you serve the people. And that's the thing I don't believe the civilians understand is that military is there for your protection. And in the times that we're in now, you can have some bad apples in military, just like every other thing, like teachers in schools and administrators in hospitals and doctors and nurses and the good, right? And it's literally dark versus light. So what Derek is saying, folks, is you wanna take the good military that are in active operations right now and have been for a while, and we'll show you uh, documentation to this effect and bring yourself as a citizen, your kids. There are things that even you kids are watching that you can do as well to just say, hey, I want to help people, right? For the good, for the good, not the bad. And we'll get into that right now. So thanks for compounding that, my brother. Uh, deeply appreciate that. Um, you run 1776nation.com and you have all the documentation up there. We'll have the links in the description. Why don't we jump into it right now? First talk about what's going on in the airspace because your MOS in the army, which is the military occupation specialty folks, MOS, if you ask anybody in the military, we'll tell you. It was air missile defense. So when Derek is speaking to you about what is going on in the airspace, this is what he was trained to do in the military. And he's sharing with you, you can see this in real time right now. So why don't we talk about what happened in the States in the last few weeks? Maybe we can chat about Cheyenne when we were there on Truth Tour. And Uncle Wano Savin sent the F-16s over and interrupted my presentation seven minutes in. And uh, Juan, if you're watching, thank you so much for, for this book and the military columns you wrote in it. 
and we'll touch on that later. Why don't we start there, Derek, with what happened in Cheyenne, because you are an American veteran, and why that was so unique. And then we talk about what you're seeing in the flight app in the States, and then we move over to Canada, which has been captured by the United Nations in British Columbia right now, as of last week. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm watching flight app every single day, all day. It's like, can't put it down. And because it's very vital and important right now, you know, you know people always want to know what exactly uh, missions are running. Well, if I, uh, I, you know, once again, you and I both swore in under an oath, um, you know, those things that we're not going to talk about what exactly they might be doing, where they are, the exact locations, if I do know, and if I, uh, if I do know, and I get any kind of insight on that, I won't be telling that because these are, these are men and women putting their life on the line, uh, for that matter. Uh, now, as far as the aircrafts that are involved, you know, my MOS, as he said, was a 14 Sierra. That's our number sign. Um, so it's, uh, we're air missile defense. We know for uh, we know friendly and enemy aircraft. Um, you know we have to uh, identify even it, it just in five seconds you have to identify just a wing hanging out of a cloud. All right, because when you set parameters around Marines and different things of that nature, um, you know that's their lively. You know that's their lives on the line. Um, so you have to be able to identify these aircraft really quick. So that's why you got to take your job really serious. Um, identify if it's a friendly or enemy aircraft. And then we also know the weapon capabilities of these aircraft too, and how fast they can fly, uh, their altitudes, uh, the man maneuverabilities of these aircraft. Um, so, you know, when I see certain aircraft in the sky, um, then, you know, it tells you like this morning, like right now, as we speak, as we are speaking on this live, the sky is double filled full of military aircraft. Um, I mean, it's like unbelievable how many are in the sky as we speak. I mean, I'm sitting here looking at, and they ain't just, they're, they're not trainer. I mean, there's C-17s and C-130s everywhere. Um, and it's important for people to understand, one, the military occupancy and, you know, understanding what that means. The law war manual was written, this particular one was written June 2015 and then updated June, uh, December 2016. So military occupancy means that it's a global alliance of world allies. It's the U.S. and our, our allies, all of our allies, um, and also outlines the U.N. Um, in the law of war manual. It outlines uh, security councils, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's a bunch of people uh, that are behind this. It's not just a Donald Trump thing, it's, but people need to understand President Trump was picked by the U.S. military generals because he's an outsider and he was picked to run this federal corporation because the federal corporation is not what America's about. We are a constitution of the United States of America, not a federal corporation which allows certain politicians and, and people through the years to do their dirty work and their agendas behind the scenes. So that's the very first picture to paint to understand what these aircraft are doing. You have to understand that bigger picture first and understand what the law of war manual means. It is, like you said, just a while ago, we serve the people and there's a bunch of great people all over the world who are doing this for humanitarian efforts because there's there's great people in every country. And why people can't see that is, that's the thing that, that's an atrocity in a different way. You know, people have been painted to like uh, Iraq, Iran, there's certain people who have painted these countries that all the people in these countries are bad. They're not. There's great people in every country. There's great people in every culture who want to do by their culture standards and live their life 
And, you know, whatever that culture is and however they live their life, there's great people in every culture who want to live their life, have children, raise their children, pass that torch, pass that culture, and pass it forward. And so I think it's important for people to understand that bigger picture first, that this is a law of war manual, the Military Justice Act, which I just said, we're military laws separate. And then when you hear someone talk about these aircraft, when you see C-17s and C-130s, I mean, I don't think we can, I don't know if it'll zoom in on the screen, but we'll, oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's perfect, actually. That's perfect. So that is all military on CB Exchange. That's what you're saying. Military. That's correct. So folks, that is all, the entire continent of the United States covered in military aircraft right now at the time that we are recording this. Right. There's Europe right there. So Very much activity. It's still for, for the time period it is right now. So eight hours ahead. So it's eight o'clock over there. That's a lot of aircraft in the sky for 8 p.m. Uh, you know, there's a drone up in the sky. Let's see. That's our drone off the coast of uh, Italy and Malta. Uh, you know, so understanding what's going on and understanding these aircraft, for example. All right. As we discussed last night, you were watching the show at SG and on. I mean, it's so you. When you understand the, the the umbrella picture or the aircraft, you know, a lot of people have flown before. When you're in an aircraft, all of a sudden you can see everything. If it's uh, not a cloudy day and there's no clouds, you can see a long ways, right? Well, this is what we're doing, painting that picture for you. It's a military occupancy. The Law of War Manual and the Military Justice Act of 2016 paints that bigger picture. Then you go inside of it a little bit. Then you have the Uniform Code of Military Justice. You have Title 10, which the president can use for federalization of troops. Um, only the president can do that in the United States for the United States sector. And then you have um, the other Title Tens, which outline certain things of Title Ten, and then the National Guard federalized. So that's a little bit deeper in. But also, in order to have that one million National Guard, as President Trump's Executive Order One Three Nine One Two specifies, and Ten United States Code Chapter Twelve Zero Nine, in order to put one million National Guard at active status, who's paying for that? So you have to understand, you're the taxpayer typically would pay for that. But as you and I know, we're going to a new system, the quantum financial system, uh, which is on quantum.gov. People can go look it up. All 21 agencies there, all the armed forces agencies are there, all the other departments in the United States is there. So this is a new system. It's an act and it's also an executive order 13885. We're going to a new system. So the monetary value doesn't matter anymore. Now, what it's going to look like, I'm not an expert on that. I don't know anybody that really is, except for those who implemented it will know that down the road. But that's why the monetary value right now doesn't matter in a different way. We're telling you how to hold on through this because we're going to a new system. We're going to a new currency, whatever it may look like. They've got it. They're going to back things back with gold. President Trump mentioned Tuesday night in his speech, he, he mentioned a, what we call an optic. It's gold. Gold. Well, we know Nixon, the Nixon shock of 1972, long before I was born, 1972, devalued it devalued the currency or made it they made it as valuable as they wanted it to be or they devalued it as much as they wanted it to be. But there was nothing back in it. So we know that our currency ain't worth hoot because why? We can't value it on anything back in it. So we have to have something that bats that or we get in trouble with whom? people across the world in international trade. If you owe someone money and they decide, well, we're not going to talk about it. We're just going to fight you over it. 
we don't want that. We don't need that. So, you know, when people go study this, I mean, it'll it'll show you on that site there. You can look up the the act. You can look up the uh, the it is show it on one of the I think if you click on the little three dots above there, the three lines, it'll show you, um, you know, like it'll say the about I think the about one. I think that's where it has the uh, actual, uh, yeah, right there. So there's a quantum initiative, the fact sheet, the science, the legislation. There it is, the quantum act. There's the, I mean, legislation, which we're speaking. There's about all now. your legislation. Right now, that right. right there, they show Biden for a reason because it's what I'm bringing up right now. In order for Donald Trump to put one million. National Guard at active status. That means they're getting paid active pay, which that means they're a bunch of happy campers right now in the National Guard world. That's also why they will keep quiet and they'll keep their oath and their NSA is because they're a bunch of happy campers. When you go up to active status, you get paid active status. So who's paying for that? What monetary value? Who's giving that to these families? So there's that. In order for Donald Trump, though, to put in this this implementation on the federal side of things, a federal corporation, there would need to be a PED, a presidential emergency action document where he documented, even though it's a military occupancy, the military knows everything. We have it all. We caught them all. All crimes and evidence would be displayed to the public in full accordance to the law. Even though the mil it's a military occupancy, President Trump, as president of the federal corporation, had to show you the people. He had to show you via the federal corporation that everything's done by law, too. So a presidential emergency action document and also what they call a continuation of government, a COG. So that in itself right there, a COG shows you why Biden has to be the face because they're making all these people expose themselves instead of arresting them and just arresting them. Oh, here they are all lined up arrested. No, what they're doing, they took out certain players and then they made the rest of them play a role and destroy their institutions from within. It makes a lot more sense from a military art of war standpoint to make someone destroy them own selves. Hey, hey, look what Brad did. Hey, Brad did this. Blah, blah, blah. That ain't going to do anything. Brad ain't going to learn his lesson if I tell on Brad. But if Brad destroys himself because we're back here behind the scenes, the military's going, all right, Brad, guess what? This is what you're going to do because you've already done this for the last 35 years as a senator. This is what you're going to do now. You're going to go out here and you're going to do this, 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 and this. That's a military operation. And for people who don't understand military, the art of war, as we were talking last night, some of it's based on deception. You know, Navy SEALs like my brother, people like that, special forces like some of our buddies uh, that we were talking about before the show, uh, it, the Colonel, Delta Force. A lot of these guys had to go in and blend in with the enemy and convince the enemy that I'm one of you, all right, organically convince them I'm one of you while blending in, but also doing what? Also doing their job with the military. So there's the people who can't think like that, it's going to be a hard time understanding what's going on. But if you can step outside of your comfort zone, look at me, I'm a, I'm a deep South Southern boy. I was born in the Bible Belt. If I can step outside of my comfort zone of what I grew up around and go, okay, let me think strategically and critically here and go, okay, how would you trap someone? How do you find an invisible enemy? How do you know the money sources and all these things? You have to blend in. Sometimes, like the Art of War says, you have to be the infiltrator to go in and blend in with them. And then what? Be strong. 
be disciplined. Don't fall into it. You know, we're all like the Bible says. The Bible says the lust of money is the root of all evil. It don't say money's the root of all evil. It says the lust of it. What defines your lust? Is it cars? Is it women? Is it islands, private islands, private jets? What is it? What defines your lust? So I don't think people think of it like that. And that's what military thinks like. So when you, you in order to know what these aircraft are doing, I can't just on the surface go, oh, well, this C-17 is doing this, this, and this, and this C-130. You got to know the bigger picture first and then dwindle it down. Because once again, who's paying for that C-17? That C-17 costs on average $105,000 an hour to operate. So who's paying for all these C-17s? Who's paying for these C-130s that, that are up in that same bracket? Um, who's paying for that? That's the first thing you got to understand is that. And then go every single day. Now, I'm not the only one that's documented this. A guy named Monkey Works does. He's documented it a lot uh, for, for the last two and three and four years. Um, I've been doing the aircrafts for the last two years because you know, I, I focused on the laws and the orders, but I started picking up the aircrafts and documenting them around uh, probably May last year, uh, somewhere in there. But that, the National Guard have been out of their states and out of the country every single day since those orders, which was March 27th, 2020. And then also for people who think Biden is uh, president, which he's not. Uh, the military doesn't recognize him. That was proven on January 20th, 2021, when he didn't get a ride on Air Force One. That's one little tiny thing. Uh, but when you look at past 2021, January 20th, these National Guard have been out of their states and out of the country every single day, as we are right now. I see National Guard out of their states and out of the country. The only person who can federalize National Guard to active duty is the president. That's 10 U.S. Code 12406. And then who's the only president to do so? Donald John Trump. So they were federalized because he declared three national emergencies that were never addressed by Congress. That was a breach of your, you the people's national security. And it's very prevalent in the DOD law war manual. It's also prevalent in the Military Justice Act. And it's also in the Uniform Code of Military Justice. There's a lot of different things that parallel these, but also with his executive orders, the National Security Act of 1947. And so these were all laws long before Donald John Trump, except for the ones that he put in federalizing the troops. But other than that, just those alone, everything else was before Donald John Trump. So, you know, that's what people need to understand is like, this is not a President Trump thing. It's not a, he's a commander in chief, first off. He told you that Tuesday night as commander in chief, I'll do this, this, and this. He's, he's dropped all these different, what we call optics, but it parallels with the Law of War Manual, the Military Justice Act. And then I can tell you, okay, there has to be a continuation of government because who's paying these soldiers? They still got to get paid. Life still moves forward unless God blows the earth up with an asteroid or something, whatever, however that would look, you know, unless we just all just were decimated, then we're going to be living life. We're going to be moving forward. If you and I are living and breathing and we get to be old men, then guess what? These things have got to move forward. So it's defining what's going on, but then defining people's responsibility as well. But these aircraft, you know, they're all on missions. Um, it, once again, they were federalized in Executive Order 13912 and 10 U.S. Code Chapter 1209. And until those national emergencies are addressed, meaning this, in Title 50 or Chapter, or you can look up 50 U.S. Code Chapter 34 or go Title 50, 
34 is called national emergencies. The only person who can terminate a national emergency is the president. And that will come in the form of an address to the nation, my fellow Americans, or however it will look, however President Trump would do it. But he's the only one who can terminate those because he declared those. It's also why the National Guard were federalized because of those national emergencies not being addressed. So he had to take wartime powers of the president as FDR, Franklin D. Roosevelt showed, he told Congress December the 8th, 1941, if you don't act, I will, because it's my role as commander in chief of the military and article two of the constitution, it's my role and responsibility to protect my country. Well, protecting my country and his country meant protecting his people. So he told Congress, if you don't act, I will, and the military will what? They'll answer to me, not to you. Because the military will look up to a commander in chief that loves them and supports them and says, hey, boys and girls, this is what's going on. This is what we got to do to save humanity. The military will listen to a commander in chief before they'll listen to anybody else, especially if that CIC is acting in accordance to humanity, the Constitution, and the good of the people. And that's what's happening. Um, and these aircraft, uh, once again, prove it every single day. And they will go back to their states when? When the orders are rescinded, which would be what? The termination of the national emergencies and also the address to the nation. It's plain and simple. Uh, that's that's just how it works. That's how the military works. Yep. And let's let's talk about this and address for families in the room if this is new for you to hear, especially, you know, if you're in your early teens or your preteen. You know, right now what we're seeing, I've got that up on the screen, that silver is $676 per ounce in a dollar to silver ratio. Now the spot price is actually 21 right now. But we're talking about you know, a global move. People will either, they either feel the pain in the wallet or they feel physical pain because somebody, maybe themselves, has, has lost or is in the process of going through a health care crisis, a health crisis as well. So if you're, it's in the financial side, I mean, everybody can look at it wherever you are in the world. You can see what's going on in the stock markets if you're not part of the BRICS countries, right? Which is Brazil, Russia, India, China, Saudi Arabia, which is for another show. Uh, but the gold dollar to silver ratio for gold right now is $4,979 an ounce. But this is what it should be, folks. So this is what has been suppressed. There's a RICO case for months. I've had uh, Dr. Elliott, great sovereign economist on the show, a RICO case, which is a federal criminal organization case against the big banks, which have been found guilty, again, for suppressing the price of precious metals. And so what do they do? Hey everybody, it's Brad here. Our show will continue in a moment real quick. If it resonates with you, drop a like, follow us and subscribe to the show. Hear from cutting edge guests who are experts in their field, have a lot of laughs and discover some powerful tips on how you can thrive through 2025 in this amazing golden era of humanity. So give us a like, drop a comment, follow us right now as we fight back on the war being waged on humanity right now. And by the way, if you feel so inclined, please do share this with nine friends, family, and colleagues as well. I'm deeply honored you're listening to this. Thank you for doing so right now. For those many of you who have taken that step. And here we go, back to our show. And so what are they doing to your portfolio? The paper ratio, by the way, and I'll bring that back up as I go to, to speak about this, because this, you know, Derek, this impacts people from the families. Like if this is your kid's college tuition that's coming up, 
that you need to pay, you need to understand that they have pulled the wool over our eyes and they are forcibly, forcibly defrauding. This is total fraud as well, like the FTX scandal we saw last week. They are forcibly taking your money by making it appear that the stock market's bad, but they're controlling it. So for example, the dollar uh, silver ratio right now, uh, or the dollar to gold ratio right now is uh, 28 to 71 right now. And the paper to silver ratio, or excuse me, uh, paper to gold is 116 and to one, and paper to silver is 426.60. Now I wanted to share, what does that mean? If you are buying silver in an index fund right now, that means for every piece of paper, 426 slips of paper that that investment advisor, for example, or financial advisor, the broker can give out in the fund, there's only one ounce of silver to back it. So just imagine that 426 people say, I need my silver now. They only have one to back it. That's fractional investing. Remember fractional reserve banking, you know, where you put your $100 into the bank account, but they can lend that out 32 times. But if they have 32 customers against that, they've lent it out. They can't actually fulfill a bank run. And we've seen that in China. We've seen that in Libya. We've seen it in certain other countries as well, that people can't get their money out of their accounts. So in waking people up in different situations, we're showing you visually and you're hearing it and you saw it on the flight app from Derek, that the military and the National Guard that have been federalized, a million of them in the United States, and in addition to that, what they're doing on the banking system, let alone the health crisis, which has been perpetrated upon us. So let's talk now, maybe a chat about how many militaries we've seen just in the air over American airspace and then in Canada airspace and what we feel might be going on in Canada, because I do want to address UNDRIP. And you also brought up a really interesting documentation in searching uh, the UNDRIP assembly oh yeah i mean it, preparation it's crazy i mean just just this yesterday morocco was in the u.s uh, morocco it's all military too it's not obviously civilian anything it's all military Dude, they had a military in morocco. really i didn't yeah exactly like it was in course it was like a gulf stream five too so it's like a vip aircraft mm -hmm. um nigeria nigeria was in uh ottawa uh canada um, you know, so, I mean, come on, like, that's the most random thing, too. There's another thing, Nigeria. What what kind of uh, what kind of defense budget does Nigeria have uh, to be flying that far? Uh, for what reason? So, you know, there's 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 two alone that could prove military occupancy. But I mean, uh, we had UK um, in uh, also in uh, Canada and also in the U.S. yesterday we had. Uh, we have a uh, we have an Australian aircraft that is is actually basing right now out of Idaho. Um, it's uh, I see it every now and then it goes up in the air. Uh, we have an Australian aircraft the other day off the coast of Mobile, Alabama, where I was born. Um, in international water, though, that you know the other thing to keep in mind is this: it flies off of Eglin Air Force Base near uh, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, and is flying though closer to the coast of Mobile in circular rotations. Probably about 20,000 feet up is what the altitude looked like, uh, which is relatively low uh, for a, a big aircraft as this was. Um, the other thing is this, is that we don't train in international water in normal situations. Um, you know, you can go to Wisconsin National Guard and look at uh, the, the first picture on their page on Wisconsin National Guard. It shows a picture that says 
uh, I think F-18s or F-15s, I can't remember which one it was now, but said trains um, in Wisconsin skies. Like they don't train outside of their border. Like it's So we had an aircraft, even though this is not a different country, we had a, a UH-60 Blackhawk fly from Detroit, Michigan to Tulsa, Oklahoma at 500 feet altitude about three or four months ago. That don't just happen. Why does Oklahoma need Michigan there? They're not in, that's not some training situation. If they're training, like some National Guard, sure, they do things where they'll get a few states together and they'll go to like Florida or they'll go to Colorado or wherever they're going and they'll do like two week training, but not every single day and not things like that. So there's a lot of veterans out there, not a lot, but there's a few that's been trying to go, oh, we train in different states. Yes, for like two week missions, not every single day. Do you see a Michigan National Guard flying at 500 feet altitude all the way to Tulsa, Oklahoma? Tulsa National Guard. So the Oklahoma, they have their own National Guard. Why do they need an aircraft flying a, a Blackhawk, nonetheless, at that altitude? Uh, now, uh, then you have, um, I mean, we've had, uh, I'm trying to think of all the countries. Um, there's been. Uh, India was in the U.S. just last week. I mean, India. Uh, we're mentioning Cheyenne for an example of some of the, the positivity that we've seen, folks. I just want to bring that in, if you don't mind, Derek. You know, we're in the oh, truth. That's, that's cool. And about an hour before, you know, this all this all went down, Lewis Herms on my right, Gina's on my left, and they're kind of kibitzing. They're on the phones going back and forth. And um, and Lewis had just come in from an interview you we're doing with Lewis on Nick Van Yaman's show. And you're on the flight app saying, hey, look, there's a C-130 up ahead, 500 feet, 1,000 feet, whatever it was at that time. <clears throat> and when Lewis gets off the show, he's on his phone, takes a call. I'm like, what? what's going on? We got, we got a speaker up there. That's interesting. He's like, well, 107 wants to know where we are. I'm like, okay, cool. And he's like, no, you really want to know, like, you know, to the address. So we're thinking that'd be cool. He's going to show up. That would be really amazing. And Lewis Avin shows up as a surprise visit. And then I'm up speaking seven or eight minutes in, I don't remember, whatever it was. And, uh, but it's on the videos there. And all of a sudden, boom, right? Just like Top Gun, buzz the tower, crash, oh, the window is amazing. And you were outside with Mark. Uh, it was Adam. hilarious. Well, what was hilarious was uh, actually we were still on Nick's show. And uh, for part we were still of that, doing that show while I was inside. I didn't know that part. Okay, cool. Well, what was funny was, yeah, because we we felt bad because, you know, in one way, because I, I love listening to all speakers uh, just because. And and so we're sitting out there and I'm I'm like a kind I'm, I'm kind of over here, like like I'm I'm not in the screen yet. So I'm kind of sitting here. So I had my phone like this and I was watching, and there was an aircraft coming over northern Cheyenne. It, and it, I knew what they were going to do because the airport was behind us. Um, so I was like, oh, they're going to circle around. And I was like, I was giggling. And, and Lewis is like, what are you giggling for? Like, he's like, Derek, he told Nick he, on the screen. He's like, Derek, Derek's over here giggling like a little schoolgirl. Um, so and I'm like, well, and I said, so I leaned over into the screen. I said, well, actually, uh, there's an aircraft coming in. And it happened to be been um a, a dod plane or i can't remember exactly what it was it's on screen now but it's been that long ago but it was it was not going to be a c-130 initially it was going to be a uh you know like a vip it was it's either vip transport i can't remember who it was but especially air anyway. it was a sam especially air it was a sam that's what it was well you know and they're sitting there like you know kind of like okay cool well <laughs> i mean it wasn't like 30 seconds whoa it just right behind us and it dipped down over that lake that was there because they have to uh that the airport was just beyond that little pond or whatever that was a lake and then and they're both like 
oh, smokes, he wasn't joking. I guess I thought I was joking. I don't know, you know, not in a bad way, but I, he just kind of like, oh, yeah, right. Oh, crap, there it is. Well, then that's when, you know, it was like another, like a minute or two minute delay, something like that. Um, all of a sudden, uh, one of those F-16s came over and just dipped down completely because Lewis was like, holy crap. I mean, dipped farther down closer to that, that pond behind us and just brought it down and then just cut it up. Well, that was the first one. And then I couldn't control it. I was like, oh, you know, doing like that. Right, and we're uh, inside and the windows are rattling. And I'm well, like, and I forgot that the door, the we had the door cracked. Well, I forgot we had the door cracked and it's, yeah. you know, up speaking. And I, you know, I, I was like, anyway, and then next thing you know, everybody starts filing out. Later, another one goes and yeah, out we go to watch it. And so I stand up, Mark and I stand up on the, that little thing, you know, like about a four foot, uh, little like stone wall or whatever. And we stood up and, and I'm like, you know, that's a C-130 and then that's a this, you know, as I came up, but then it was just like an all out air show, you know, as you saw the two uh f-16s they came down together and then they peeled off i mean it was like an all-out air show um which was awesome because they don't just they don't just do that either you know it's like they they knew and like you said it had to be uh one or someone someone you know i i always say it like that I, you, because once again they they made it an all-out air show it wasn't it wasn't training routines it wasn't touch and goes um it was none of those things it was a straight up like a, a mini air show uh, because they knew uh, who was there and what, what we were doing. Um, but especially with the when they, you have them doing like that, and then they were cutting up, you know, going straight, I mean, just straight up, and then hitting turbo, as you we saw it. Uh, we saw the, you know, afterburners a bunch of times, uh, you know, just a straight-up air show. And, and the really cool, cool thing, folks, why we're relaying this to you, because we're giddy like kids, obviously, is <laughs> and and the and the fact checkers, you know, okay, you can go to Instagram on uh, my telegram on the sovereign soul, you can go to truth to our chat too. It's still there, the videos are there, it's also up on the on the rumble as well. You know, just two weeks ago, I had uh Colonel Chuck Sellers, former uh, Delta Force uh major uh Jim O'Connor. Um, as well, uh, all these combat veterans, right, said, okay, when that happened, who has that authority? And, you know, it came through, it's within the inner circle or the very top, has the authority to declassify residential airspace and fly jets, F-16s, up to 150 feet off the deck above a residential area, and you have an airport on the other side, a commercial airport, and this is Cheyenne, Wyoming. So you can look at I-25, you can look at the intersection of the highways at the Kiwanis Community Center for fact checkers. And uh, and both two senior officers, right? Major O'Connor and Colonel Sellers, you know, are saying National Command Authority. That's the only in the United States that has the ability to declassify airspace within roughly an hour of the phone call of what Lewis conveyed to me and, and happened. So the hope here for the kids watching and listening is, and you can go back and see it because it's really cool, 15 minute air show. And then the Blackhawks stayed over us all day. There's always one Blackhawk hovering within 150, 200 feet off the deck. And they're waving, pilots are waving at us. It was just amazing for hours. For the kids especially, there's hope, there's visual confirmation because everybody's looking like, well, I don't see the National Guard in the streets arresting the teachers that are masking my kids, arresting the doctors who are violating Nuremberg Code 
who are jabbing my loved ones and my 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 elderly parents, you know, arresting the administrators in nursing homes who are segregating senior citizens and leaving them alone to die. I don't see National Guard doing that yet. Well, you know, understand there's from a high level, you're trying to rid tens of thousands, potentially millions of evil minions who have infiltrated society in every country at every level from schools to healthcare, to politics, to business. And then they forcibly in the course of a few months launched a campaign on humanity. So our enemy is everywhere and we don't see and know our enemy. So they've got to flush out from the high level and then start working, as Lewis said, you know, on the cockroaches and the minions. And we're talking about tens of thousands to potentially millions in North America alone, let alone the world. So it's all going to come down and you will eventually see. This was just a nice visual cue of, and speaking of cue, that's kind of funny I said that, um, visual cue of that it's going on. And, and before we move forward, brother, because I, I have a pretty cool meme that I want, would like you to speak about with uh, the commander in chief. So Wano Savin then signs the book when we're in, in Anaheim and he writes here, you know, about the law of war manual, which you've heard Derek speak about, you know, the newest, the newest update written in 2015, and then it was revised in 2016. And over here, he has the comms and, you know, people could read these as 11.11 as a date, November 11th, right? We're past that for sure. Or 11.3, 11.4, 11.5. 11.6, 11.07, 11.11, and 11.18. And I've, I've shared this on shows a few times. So now we're going, this leads us to the executive orders which were signed. And a, and, a, and a cool meme I think I have here, which leads to the fact of the segue of what's going on here today. I don't know if you've seen this, Derek, but you always brought, you even brought nice. the show last night, which is awesome. Executive order 13818. Uh, along with SG and on and one three eight four eight, right? Those are the signings of it. Obviously, the memes made it larger and extracted. But there you it's go. It's just really cool. It's really cool because uh, these things are surfacing, and um, I don't think most people would have known about it um, had I not gone on that rant. And I don't mean that in a way to highlight myself, but like it's just it's amazing now that people know what an executive order is. Um, and you would have never seen, I don't think you'd ever seen my, a lot of these memes had I gone on that rant and, and cause that's the biggest one I always highlight is that executive order one, three, eight, four, eight. I think it's the most monumental piece of paper, uh, since the declaration of independence because of one thing right here, when our founders declared independence, they declared independence seven years before the war ended. That was putting, that was basically doing what they did with Iwo Jima where they put the flag up. That's saying we declare independence before the war's over. We're, we're declaring this piece of paper. It is our right and our duty to overthrow this government. It's We can alter or abolish. I mean, read what the Declaration of Independence says and then apply that they declared independence seven years before the war actually was over. It wasn't like they won the war and then they're at the end of this battle and they state the flag up and they, they hold this piece of paper up and say, all right, we declare independence. No, they did that seven years before the war ended. So the Executive Order 13848, I mean, when you really apply that voter fraud had nothing to do with you, the person or your your state when it had nothing to do with it. No one knew about voter fraud in 2018. No one to a, a no no one to the the grander um, everyday American. 
there's certain people who have been knowing about Dominion systems and electronic voting, yes. But to the average everyday American, and I'm not knocking you because you're working class, you're working every day, you're putting food on the table for your children. You know, you're not supposed to know this in one kind of way, but you can and you need to now moving forward. There's that responsibility. But Executive Order 13848. Hey everybody, it's Brad here. Our show will continue in a moment real quick. If it resonates with you, drop a like, follow us and subscribe to the show. Hear from cutting edge guests who are experts in their field, have a lot of laughs and discover some powerful tips on how you can thrive through 2025 in this amazing golden era of humanity. So give us a like, drop a comment, follow us right now as we fight back on the war being waged on humanity right now. And by the way, if you feel so inclined, please do share this with nine friends, family, and colleagues as well. I'm deeply honored you're listening to this. Thank you for doing so right now. For those many of you who have taken that step. And here we go, back to our show. Donald Trump put an, a national emergency inside of it in an election fraud committee, but he specified in the paragraph there's been no evidence of foreign interference. Very key in that order to understand. They're telling you this is a military occupancy way back here because that was signed in 2018. The military occupancy started in 2016. That's been a, by the law war manual, which is signed by multiple people. It's also in our uh, laws. It's in our you know, constitution. So it's, it, and it, of course, you have to go read the directives up under it that shows where it's in the constitution and the Military Justice Act shows you that Military Justice Act of 2016. So those two years parallel. And then when you take that executive order, this was two years into his visual presidency of the federal corporation. So what it shows you multiple things, it shows you that they're dismantling, as he said, the deep state, we're dismantling the federal corporation. America became a federal corporation by the Organic Act of 1871. It's also in Stoutenberg versus Hennett, which is a law case, and it defines the, the District of Columbia. And in 28 U.S. Code 3002, which is under the Constitution, the codes of the Constitution, which were all amendings, uh, they're not the original Constitution. So these codes, right, it defines the United States, not the United States of America, the United States as a federal corporation. So when you think about that, there's multiple ways to look at that. This executive order is damnation to the federal corporation because they put a national emergency in it and an election fraud committee specifically saying there's no there's no foreign interference. So they're showing you this one thing. It's a trap. So either the evil the cabal, the deep state, the Washington establishment has to tell the people about the national emergency or they have to tell about election fraud from the standpoint of it was all about money laundering for genocides and trafficking. That's why they use these certain systems to put their people in. And that's why they shuffle these states around, because that way, if it wasn't always Michigan that kept popping up and then people go something ain't right. It was always a discrepancy in other states. And President Trump gave you some optics with that. He said it multiple times. He said, I don't agree with a word Bernie Sanders talks about. I don't agree with a word that Elizabeth Warren talks about, but their own people screw them over. So that was an optic. That was a visual showing you that, hey, I don't agree with these people, but their own party screws them over. Well, how do they screw them over? The Dominion Electronic Systems, they pick their president. They pick their candidate, which is also why to show you proof, more proof that this is a military occupancy is this Joe Biden. Donald Trump said Tuesday night, I will ensure that Joe Biden does not receive four more years. Who's to say that they're going to pick him in two years? See, that that shows you right there. And as you said, I'll let you say what you said, too, in a minute about 
Uh, what normally happens when a president comes out and says he's going to run for president, what normally happens. But that executive order, 13848, two months before midterm 2018 and two years before COVID and the presidential election. How did he know? How did he know to put a national emergency inside of that and an election fraud committee, knowing there was no such thing as foreign election? It shows you the military occupancy. The military knows everything. Also, 2016, who was standing behind Donald John Trump? Who was standing behind him in the inauguration of 2016? Who was that? Well, it actually been January 20th, 2017. Who was standing behind him? You go look at the braids. This is why military is important. When you go look at the braids on the, the officer standing behind him, it's so freaking awesome. The braids on the cap of the military were what? Military intelligence and judge advocate generals standing behind him visually. So guys like you and I who know what these braids and these insignias are, that's why it's important for military to understand the military side. And what you and I are telling people are only going to better people's lives. There's nothing that we're telling people that's going to hurt someone or that's going to damage them or it's going to do anything. That's why people need to understand when we say military occupancy, this ain't, you know, this ain't something where we're rooting for war. This is a different kind of war. As President Trump said, we're in an invisible war. It's greater than Pearl Harbor and 9-11 combined. It's an invisible regime. He said it multiple times. He's the first to ever mention the word COVID and the coronavirus in his speech on February the 4th, 2020. He was the first in the United States to mention it at the State of the Union address February the 4th, 2020. He said, we have a threat. Coronavirus, we are dealing with a threat right now out of China. He warned the people. That's a proclamation. Presidents have to make proclamations. He made it. He told you the people what was going on, but he also had laws like this one was two years before that speech. So he was showing you all along the way. That's why it's important to discern the difference in propaganda and drama and all these other things and then understand what is wholesome for your life because we have a system. So you got to know those laws and orders. Absolutely. And, you know, that's a great segue into understanding what's going on, like we just saw with FTX oh, recently and that scam, you know, and. And we are the news now, the independence exactly. uh, for the kids watching the history. You know, it's amazing to watch, especially the, the younger generation, <clears throat> Derek, how, you know, they can jump on and they can help discern how quickly if something is BS or not, you know, just the other week when all of a sudden the reports came out, oh my gosh, that particular day that there was an announcement at uh, Mar-a-Lago uh, Trump was about to make. Wow, Russia fired a missile into Poland. That is tantamount to war. NATO needs to get involved. And immediately, all of a sudden, all the independent alt media, you know, patriot based and spiritually enlightened around the world are lighting up, going, Well, that sounds like a false flag. And within hours, we're looking at the serial numbers of the rocket that blew up in Poland that, and going, Wait a second, this is from Ukraine. And then, of course, finally, the media comes out days later and goes, sorry, you know, you hear from the Biden administration that, yes, that was a rocket fired by Ukraine into Poland. Well, hang on a second. Isn't that tantamount to war? So here's the funny meme, right? You got Alec Baldwin, you know, who fired missiles in, into Poland, you know, just just hilarious stuff going on. But also the things that aren't funny going on, because I've got about uh, uh, 10, 11 minutes left here. 
is the UNDRIP in Canada. And I want to address this for, for our international audience, for everybody, because even my friends and family around Canada don't know about this. And of course, most of them are following whatever the mainstream news says, unfortunately, for the moment. You know, and I'm like, wait a second, did you not know the province of British Columbia was signed over to the United Nations last week? And what does that mean? Well, Justice Minister David Liametti, who is the equivalent of an attorney general in the United States, okay, in his position, Justice Minister David Liametti on June 14th of this year came out and said, I don't believe Canadians have the right to own physical property. Well, the UNDRIP, which is the United Neck. United Nations Declaration for the Rights of Indigenous People, which is being praised in mainstream media is first of its kind. It's amazing. You know, these are unceded territories. Uh, the whites came over from, you know, Britain at the time and from France. And there was that battle, Upper Canada, Young Can uh, Lower Canada. And now we eventually created the Confederation of Canada. And then now we've got the country of Canada, which again, remember the corporation for Canada is based in District of Columbia which in itself is a city-state, just like the Vatican is a city-state, Vatican City, just like the city of London is the city of London Corporation, a city-state. And I know we're probably waking a lot of people up with this now. Go ahead, you can check this out, fact check it, please do, because we're only telling you what's documented evidence and is real. And right now though, in the province of British Columbia, what is in the language of this document that took roughly 20 years to be drafted by the United Nations, and also this proliferation treaty that they're talking about, it identifies if you are a Chinese nationalist and you arrive in Canada the next day, you could declare yourself an indigenous person and you could be standing on somebody's land, their property. So imagine if you're in Vancouver and you own a million dollar condo, which is cheap. Vancouver is one of the richest markets, most expensive markets in the world, right? For years. Imagine it's a million dollar condo. That family has put half a million bucks into the mortgage, death pledge, right? More gage en français. Je parle petit peu français. Mes amis, okay? More, M-O-R-T, is the French word for death. It translates to death in English. Gage is the French word for pledge. So you've got a 30-year death pledge or 15 years in Canada, typically is most I go. You put half a million bucks into it. Somebody gets off a plane in Vancouver and the next day shows up on your property and says, I'm an indigenous person. I want to repeal and exercise my right to your land, your property, and your home. They're moving forward in this fashion. This also gives the right for the banks to collapse the system and immediately call your loans due. And if you can't pay it, the Canadian government takes all your property. This happened back in 1990 when my father attempted suicide in front of me at the age of 12 because they had lost everything and the Canadian banks that our home was on and the lumber mill that my parents owned on all the equipment at the lumber mill was called due and they couldn't pay up because of the recession and the depression then. And so my dad got into depression with antidepressants and all that kind of stuff as well and attempted suicide in front of me. And they laughing, they're laughing in the background. So what do you need to do to stand up? And that's where I'd like to go in the next eight or seven or eight minutes, Derek, about how people can take action and stand up, whether you're 10 years old or you're 50 years old and you're hearing this for the first time as a civilian and what you can do in your community. Our good friend, Lewis, is putting stuff together to help out with that, but I'd be interested in your, your feedback right now. Well, yeah, you know, just like you said, you touched that to me this morning about uh, wanting to discuss the UNDRIP and, you know, when I 
I'm not Canadian and, you know, now I read a lot of stuff that, you know, especially when a friend like you sends it to me, I'll, I'll read it definitely, you know, especially if we're going to be talking about it. And when I got on there and I was looking, you know, what's, what's amazing is that this was actually, uh, you know, it was presented in 2007, according to the, the Canadian timeline here on this one, uh, justice.gc.ca. Um, so 2007, United Nations General Assembly adopts United Nations Declaration of Rights. So, and then it comes on down, you know, like it shows you. So I'm not going to read them all. People can go there. Uh, you can, you know, whatever search engine you use, ladies and gentlemen, you can look this up. Um, and it goes 2010, 2015, 2016. 2016 is very important to me because, once again, that was when the Military Justice Act of 2016 uh, was uh, drafted. And then also the Law of War Manual, which uh, was updated in December 2016. And then you go read the directives under, when you read the directives under the Law of War Manual, um, which was amended a few different times. But when you go read it here, it says, you know, in uh, application or applicability to, um, you know, it says you the purpose, applicability. This directive applies to the OSD, the military departments. The It just lists everybody. Then it goes on down to say, in accordance to international law as the Secretary of Defense approves. Um, I mean, there's so much stuff to go read. There's so many laws around this. So what it's showing you with this right here, for me, this is my take on military um, side. When you take the Military Justice Act, you take the Law of War Manual 2016, this right here, 2016, Canada fully endorses the declaration and commits to its implementation. All right. And then you scroll down 2017 Parliament passes Bill S3 to help address the known sex based inequities and registration provisions of the Indian Act for certain situations. Then they had something that happened in 2018, 2019. And then 2020, another bill, Canada introduces Bill C-15 um, and continues to collaborate. Uh, with implementing the declaration in Canada and then 2021. And then, as you said, 2022, the Minister of Justice tables in Parliament the first annual progress report on the implementation of this act. What people need to understand here is that, you know, once again, the military can do all these things for people. But as we know, when you cut the head of a dragon off, Guess what happens? You ever stepped on a spider? I've done this before. I've stepped on a, a mother spider on accident, and all of a sudden, the babies start falling. I mean, it, it's it's a sight to see if you've never seen it. I mean, all these baby spiders just start going everywhere. Well, when you cut the head of a, a dragon off, as we've done with the senior-level executives all over the world, we already have evidence of that. We have evidence of 1,800 plus CEOs stepped down since Donald Trump's executive order 13959. We have multiple evidence. There's so much stuff happening. But still, every single day, we have to do what? We have a responsibility, ladies and gentlemen. We have a responsibility to, to every day. Just in America alone, America is an idea on a piece of paper in the Smithsonian. Nothing gets done if we don't do it. So you have a responsibility to understand what benefits society and humanity as a whole. You know, it ain't about certain groups of people. So with the military occupancy, the military law war manual, and which is a global 
humanitarian effort. This is that's why all these aircraft are in the sky. That's why all these countries are everywhere. But you still have these low-level rats that want to rise up and do what? Be evil. So we always have to do this. It's like my brother talks about. That's why special forces and Navy SEALs and guys like we talk about Delta Force, our, our colonel friend. Uh, that's why people like that, they dedicate their lives to that kind of service. Special forces and Delta Forces and Navy SEALs and Rangers, these guys, they live and breathe that. They're gone 11, 11.9 months of the year, right? So it's like they're gone all the time. But we have to have these certain people always fighting and keeping this suppressed down like evil, right? Well, we've let evil fester, as President Trump said Tuesday night, the festering rot. I mean, those are strong. Both of those words in itself, the terminology, the festering rot of D.C. So when you apply those, that ain't just D.C., the festering rot in just D.C. It was the Vatican. It was also in London. I mean, we have festering rots everywhere of people who've done nothing but pad themselves, build themselves and their regimes while all people all over the world are what? Just you just paycheck to paycheck, week to week, month to month. We and we not we, our founders weren't like that. Our, our origins were not like that. You know, so but we're in a different era where we do have what? Highways that have to get paid, lights in cities. So how do we come together on that? So every person has a responsibility to understand what laws benefit and what doesn't. It's the same thing with Marbury versus Madison. 1803, 16 years after the, the first constitution, we have a, a founding father having to go in and define what a law looks like. So, you know, where are we in 2022? So it's like, it's defining what your responsibility is and what is that for everybody as a whole. And I think people need to understand what well, that right there, that shows in 2016, here's a new world order type deal trying to still take over. And here's what 2022. But I still think that it's a wake up call for people. I don't think that's being implemented. Actually, I think it's a wake up for Canada. I think every country has certain things that they're trying to do to wake their people up to understand that responsibility that they have in their, once again, city state and country amen to that and uh, as a final note on canada and then we wrap up the show where people can find you with a call to action on how people folks you can actually participate number one ontario college of physicians and surgeons uh, just came out uh, days ago and said you all need to have your jab right across it there are people in canada on booster number six the social credit score was i have friends and family who are afraid to talk to me or receive a text from me because they blocked me in case it influences their bank account and their social credit score. This is China to 100% right now, right? You can't work on the set. Like if you want to do Netflix show, TV and film, you have to have a minimum of five jabs and wear a mask, right? And this is the stuff going on right now. And so the way to, to, wait is to wake up and the way to help stand up for those that are waking up right now is number one, make this recording that you watch with Derek and I right now and, and sit down with friends and family in your community and watch it because you have a treasure trove of information that this veteran has compiled on his own time with hundreds of hours that he has put into it to pull it together and then, and then go to his website, which has this documentation as well as 1776nation.com where he has his information. But the documentation to this, Derek, the best way to find is that the Rattletrap website so you can see all the military orders that you've put together and everything you've referenced. Is that the best way to find oh, it? 
So it's the documents, the or the, however you pronounce it, wherever you are, the documents.info. Um, and then it's the1776nation.com. Now that just that you can find the link on there. That's my merchandise site, but it does have the link on there just in case whichever one's easier for you to find. But it's the documents, plural, the documents.info. And then the other is just the1776nation.com. But um, but yeah, and then my telegram, I, I you know, I'll take uh, snippets of what's on um, the documents sometimes and put it on telegram. But uh, my telegram is normally just off the fly stuff, but I only have one telegram just to go ahead and specify. I didn't realize I had like 75 fake accounts out there. So be careful, ladies and gentlemen, I'll never ask you for money or anything of that nature. Um, so there's a lot of fake accounts. I, I didn't realize there was that many, but it's, it's Rattletrap1776 as well as my Rumble is uh, Rattletrap1776. And then I do have a Facebook page, uh, 1776 Nation. But what I do is I just take videos from it and post them over to uh, same videos over to Rumble. Uh, but it just depends on, you know, obviously people's preference of platform. So uh, as a former card carrying member of the Junior Farmers Association of Ontario, this guy, me right here. You know, I highly recommend you go to DerekJohnsonCountry.com because, again, we're about love, levity, and liberty. We've been speaking a lot about the liberty, doing so with love, but the whole thing is to be in righteous anger as to what's been perpetrated on you, your family, the kids, and by way, by getting the information that you have as documented, right, and following this. Also go to DerekJohnsonCountry.com so you can listen to some of his billboard smash hits, which he did on his own, which is unheard of there and you can get right beer right now you know maybe not if you're 12 years old but yeah you can still enjoy yeah. the song and have a little bit appreciate of fun it. yeah uh i truly appreciate that and again the sequence of 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 taking action folks is you know which helps in this algorithm click the plus sign on rumble which is a like the version of a like share this make a comment tell us what you think Derek's going to come back on the next few weeks and so we'll continue to have a series of shows so if there's particular questions you want to ask him let us know in the comments. So click the plus sign, comment, share this with friends and family on social media, the show, and sit down with your family, your friends. If you're in America, this Thanksgiving coming up this week, watch this show and have a dialogue. And that dialogue can be off of the documents, which we have here, the links in the description and shared with you. And while maybe you crack a beer and you listen to right beer right now, reviewing these documents and you're having some fun, Right, have some levity as well, because that creates an, an energy of abundance as well. Surround yourself with friends and family. Get that community together. We have more coming up in next shows with Derek uh, as we're releasing the future. Thank you so much for your service and also your family and for what you do. And uh, I'm so grateful uh, to know you. And thanks for what you do for humanity. Well, thank you for having me. And thank you for that. And thank you for your service as well. As we, as you and I know, we're brother in arms and always will be. So. Uh, thank you for what you're doing too, as well. And thank you for always uh, having me on here. So thank you, and thank your your base of people too. Uh, you know, thanks yep. for watching. Here we go, one. We go all. Thank you, brother. I'm honored for that. And ladies and gentlemen, many blessings. You know exactly the strategy, the system right now. We've just shared with you. Go for it. And many blessings to everybody. Have yourself a wonderful day. over to you my girl and congratulations on your book look forward to getting it and the number one best-selling author award-winning author here we go brand new minted oh Thank my you god for, for being it, back it, so, I, I found out that the actual writing of the book was the easiest part <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> it took right? me 20 years to um, yeah, Roots was amazing again because um, I have extreme ADD and I could never sit still. And that product was amazing because it really allowed me to focus in and sit for hours at a time. I'm five months, six months of writing nonstop. Thanks for joining us on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Please like, follow, subscribe, share this with nine friends and family. And of course, if you enjoy our blinged Buddha firing red pills from his nine mil, let us know.